0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Brett's Old Time Radio Show, and welcome to our summer, well, uh, summer home, but in the winter, right now, in the Costa Calada region of southern Spain. Thanks for joining me once again for our regular late night visit to those dusty studio archives of old time radio shows that are located right here at the moment on the south coast of southern Spain. I'm Brett, I'm your host for our nighttime podcast. Welcome to another episode. Don't forget, we've got Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to check them out, well, that would be just top-notch. And if you could follow us there, well, goodness, maybe even better. I've got a supporter page at patreon.com forward slash Brett's Old time radio show. However, as we all know, we're only here for one thing. And that is an episode of Rocky Jordan. This one first broadcast on the 19th of February, 1950. It's called Paid in Full.
1: Now Del Monte Foods brings you a world of adventure with Rocky Jordan.
2: Side, everyone. Out
3: of my way. Quickly. Hey, hey, stop pushing my customers around, Greco. Sergeant Greco, if
2: you please, Mr. Jordan. All right, Greco. The customers are impressed. Now, what brings you here? The authority of the Cairo police. It shows all over you. Enough. This time your insolent tongue avails you nothing. You will boast, of course, that it has taken me a long time to get you, but you find now that I was not one to give up so easily. Come on, come on. What's it about? About, indeed. You have gone a to step too far, Mr. Jordan. Do not be so stupid as to deny your guilt. Guilt? Okay, so I double part. It is my duty to warn you that whatever you say will be held in evidence. Suppose we get to the point. Very well. The point is this, Mr. Jordan, that you are taking your last look at your cafe tambourine for a very long time.
1: Del Monte. The brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Yes, Del Monte, the best-liked brand of canned fruits and vegetables in the whole wide world, takes you out of the Café Tambourine for another adventure with Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine in Cairo, gateway to the ancient east, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against a backdrop of antiquity. Tonight's Rocky Jordan story, Paid in Full.
3: My tambourine had been extra busy all morning long By noon, it was hopping like a monkey on a string Atop that, a full busload of tourists had showed up Complaining because they had to wait for tables Because I was out of mail-home postcards that's the kind of time Sergeant Greco would show up. He'd barged in alone, shoving his way through the crowd, and he made a big
2: show of it. A charge, Greco. Get to it. You are charged with aiding and abetting the escape of a desperate criminal. Are you crazy? Quite to the contrary, Mr. Jordan.
3: And try making
2: sense. Perhaps you would like to tell me where you were between the hours of 10 and 10.30 this morning.
3: I was right here. Where else would I be? Ask Chris. Ask the rest of the help.
2: They will be permitted to testify at the proper time. Are you coming with me?
3: Sure, Greco, I'll come with you. But you better remember just one thing. Say it quickly. I got plenty of witnesses that say I was right here. You better have plenty on your side. There's one more false arrest from you and I'll never let up.
2: I'll see they throw the book at you. You better have all the evidence. Very well, if that is your wish. I will most certainly get it.
3: Greco and I had brushed before. I don't know how it all started, but he tried to pin something on me ever since I'd come to Cairo. This time, his charge made about as much sense as Istanbul spelled backwards. But it looked like the showdown, and that was all right with me, so I waited it out. It was almost three hours later when a police uniform showed at my office door. Not Greco, but Captain Sam Sabaya.
4: Jordan, uh, what I have to say is most difficult. For both of us, huh? Let me first explain that this is not an official visit. And what I tell you must be kept in the strictest confidence.
3: Uh, Don't tell me, Sam. Maybe I know.
4: It is about Sergeant Greco. He is in trouble. The worst possible. Well, that suits me just fine. Please, Jordan, I am most serious. Something has happened which makes him appear to be guilty of a high crime against his office. Guilty of what? Unfortunately, my lips are sealed. I am permitted to tell you no more. Oh, that's great. Greco's got you and the whole department in a jam.
3: The higher-ups have clamped down the lid till you clean it up, right? It is as you say.
4: Add to that the fact that he has now disappeared.
3: It doesn't surprise me a bit.
4: So now what? He must be found and quickly. Now, wait a minute, Sam. Don't tell me. Yes, Jordan. I am asking you to find him for me. Oh, no, not in your life. But, Jordan, you have a knack for such things. Someone other than the police must get to him and learn the true facts of this affair. Sure. So that's all you want me to do? It is. Obviously, this is a personal request, one that I have no right to make. I can offer you no protection and no reward, except my gratitude. Uh, anybody but Greco, Sam.
3: He's not worth it. If you want to know something, I had words with him less than two hours ago. He was here, Jordan, for what purpose? To arrest me. Braiding and abetting the escape of a desperate criminal. Maybe you can explain that.
4: But I cannot. Not I... the
3: first time he's badgered me. Greco's
4: tried to pin something on me a dozen times. Jordan, there are many things about Greco which I cannot defend. He is stubborn, he is arrogant, and at times he is unbearable. Nevertheless, I still say that, in your manner of speaking, he is a good cop. Jordan, will you help me? Give me one good reason why I should. Because I believe that in some ways you and I think alike. That no matter how guilty a man might appear to be, he has a right to a fair hearing. Once Greco is officially arrested, this might be too late. Well, Jordan. Find yourself another boy,
3: Sam. I don't want any part of it. Sam eyed me for a second, then turned and walked out. He'd put it straight, and he knew he had my answer. The only thing that bothered me was what he'd left unsaid. I was still thinking about it when I noticed one of Sam's police named Amut passing out front. Everything about him said, rookie in his pants to the brand-new handcuffs hanging at his belt. I decided to try for some answers. Oh, this your beat now, Ahmed?
5: Oh, Mr. Jordan. Oh, no, I'm off duty. However, if I can be of service... I'm just
3: wondering about Greco.
5: Oh, Greco. Do not worry, sir. He is no longer with the force. Oh, why not? I'm most sorry, but I am not permitted to say. Only wish that I could.
3: I take it you don't like him.
5: Who of the force could ever tolerate him? I am no exception, Sergeant. These past three weeks he has been even worse than usual. Such arrogance I have never seen. Well, did he have something special to brag about? Well, that is a matter of opinion, Mr. Jordan. To arrest a man is one thing. To kill is another. And now... Yeah.
3: Let's hear the rest.
5: I... Right. I fear that I already have told you too much. Uh, sure, forget it.
3: But finding Greco would kind of set you in good with Sabaya, wouldn't it?
5: Well, I only wish that I could be assigned to his case, but... I, who have only been on the force for a few days... No such luck, huh? Hmm. I would like to not because of my hatred, sir, but for the department, and perhaps also for his sister. Uh, Sister? Yes, Marita. I wonder what Greco thinks she will do now. That's
3: the kind of a guy Sam wanted me to
5: help. And I told
3: myself again Sam had no business trying to drag me into it. But as long as I tried that far, I might as well see what Marita had to say... I found Greco's house on the Sharia Dune, a trim, well-kept place in contrast to some of the others along the street.
6: I am most sorry. The master of the house is not in. He is not here.
3: She was young and frail, with a soft, helpless face. I was careful not to look directly at her, and I said, mashallah.
6: I am Marita, the sister of Sergeant Greco. I do not know when he will return.
3: But if I told you I was Greco's friend, would that make a difference?
6: You... You can't tell me where he is.
7: I was hoping you could tell me.
6: But I do not know.
7: You're here alone?
6: There is no one else. My brother shelters me as his own daughter. He is a good brother and a fine policeman.
7: I bet Greco told you that.
6: Did he not show his great courage and skill only three weeks ago? Did he not risk his life?
7: Doing what, Marita?
6: What I thought everyone knew. He alone arrested the criminal Barani. He was forced to kill one of Barani's men.
3: You have no idea why he disappeared?
6: Only that after the package was brought here for him this morning, the police took it, and they asked me many questions which I could not answer, and... Go on. My brother has warned me to trust no one. Who are you?
3: The name is Jordan.
6: I... Then you are not his friend. You do not come to help. Easy,
3: Marita, you got it wrong.
6: My brother has told me of you. You insult him and have no respect for his position. Marita, listen to me. I will not listen. Go from this house. Go at once. (laughs)
3: I hit the street and moved away fast. A foreigner caught arguing with a native girl may not live to argue again. But what's the percentage? Anyhow, Marita had given me something that led somewhere. Now I wanted the rest of it. All of it. I was half a block from the house when I knew I had company matching my footsteps. I stopped, about to turn, but it didn't work. Slipped
7: into this alleyway, Jordan.
3: He was blowing in the back of my ear, but that's not what made me go along. It was the silken cord looped tight around my neck.
7: Right here's Private Jordan. Greco sends you a message. Where do I sign? Just sing and telegram. Greco don't like music.
3: Let's hear some more about him.
7: He don't like you either. He wants it kept that way. And don't talk to his sister again. Keep it to ten words, huh? Okay. Count him. Hear nothing. Say nothing. Do nothing. You fill in the rest. That what Barani says, too? Save your breath, Jordan, while you got some. So what are you waiting for? A tip? I got one for you. Get back to your tambourine and stay there. Because if you don't, we'll meet again. All right, you bring the donuts. You need convincing, Jordan. So I'll show you. Like this.
3: The cord bit into my neck as he twisted it tight. He held till my knees sagged and his shove sent me sprawling into the dirt. The scoring had come in like a calm scene and then faded as I got my breath. When I was up again, my messenger boy was gone. I didn't much mind. He'd made his point, but not the way he'd said it. I knew now I had a big score to settle. and Sam Sabaya was getting his way. I had to find Sergeant Greco.
1: Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Friends, if I could look over your shoulder next time you're planning meals, I bet I'd find that you were wondering what kind of thrifty dish to spring on the family next week.
6: Cutting down on the food budget is always a problem with homemakers, Larry. But that's where Del Monte tomato sauce is such a help.
1: Yes, probably most of you smart homemakers listening in know how easily the rich, delicious, spiced tomato flavor of Del Monte tomato sauce can turn even leftovers into a dish your family will always welcome.
6: That's why good cooks have depended on Del Monte tomato sauce for so many years. After all, it's the original tomato sauce with a flavor that's never been matched. It's a flavor that comes from a secret recipe all Del Monte's own.
1: Then you know what women mean when they say, I'll take the brand of tomato sauce I know stands for flavor. So when the recipe calls for tomato sauce, always cook with Del Monte tomato sauce. (laughs) And now we take you back to Cairo, and tonight, Rocky Jordan story, Paid in Full.
3: The least of my problems was that Sergeant Greco was in a big jam in AWOL, except that Sam Sabia wanted me to play Bloodhound and track him down. So I said no and was off for the chase. The best I had for my trouble was a hunch that Greco's recent arrest of the criminal Barani figured in plenty. And who else could tell me all about Barani but his lawyer? A newspaper office told me his name, H.L. Markham. It was after office hours, so I used a phone book to find his home address, a top-floor apartment off the Izbikia sector. I had to lean on the buzzer, but the door finally opened, and a stocky, lean-faced man in a gray business suit stood staring at me.
7: Well, what do you want?
3: You H.L. Markham?
7: That all depends on who you are. My name is Jordan, Cafe Tempering. Oh? If you're looking for an attorney, Mr. Jordan, my calendar is full. Please, step away from the door.
3: Uh, not yet, Markham. Hey, tell me, one of your top clients, a guy named Barani, has been taking his meals in the Cairo jail. And how does that concern you? I just want to know something. Did Barani escape this morning? Why, that seems to be common knowledge by now. Sure. And a daylight walkout takes him inside help, doesn't
7: it? By who? Sergeant Greco Greco (laughs) Use your head, Mr. Jordan I could hardly be expected to answer such a question Of course you know where Barani is For your information, I do not I'm supposed to believe that? Understand that I have a reputation, Mr. Jordan Barani had a perfect right to defense However, a jailbreak is something else Is that clear? Except for one thing Where you're hiding, Barani Mr. Jordan, I would hate to have to throw you out of here But if it's necessary... Oh, don't, don't bother, Markham the case rests.
4: Jordan, I do not think it wise that you come to headquarters about this. Well, I think
3: different, Sam. Ronnie escaped jail this morning. A sellout by somebody on your force. Everything points to Greco, doesn't it? He was here on duty.
4: Jordan, I do not know where you
3: learned this, but... So I get tailed, kicked out of
4: places, choked? How much do you want for nothing? I clear it up, Sam. Very well, Jordan. As you say, Greco was on duty. From all indications, he moved the guard away from the cell block, but he was there when Barani walked out. This much, I was told.
3: I can top that. Greco came right to me this noon, accusing me of the very thing he did himself. But we cannot be sure... What was in the package you found at Greco's house? It contained money,
4: 100 pounds, with a note saying, paid in full, signed only with a, a B.
3: Barani. Look, Sam, even Barani's lawyer practically admits Greco engineered the job.
4: Isn't that enough to convince you? Does it convince you, Jordan?
3: I'll let you know. Sam knew now I wasn't dropping it, but he didn't know why. It was just that some of the pieces in the jigsaw puzzle were fitting into place, and I didn't like the picture that was coming out. The dark had set in when I left headquarters. I wanted a taxi, and that meant getting over to the main Sharia Misan. I kept making sure nobody was tailing me this time. But the little MG car that suddenly hit the curb was something else. It was the big messenger boy again, and he still had the silken cord. Only this time it didn't reach my neck. I twisted away, grabbed hold of it, and then drove in on him. He was even bigger than I thought and just as strong.
7: Oh, have it your way, Jordan. Another
3: message from Greco Buster? No, one that you won't remember. We were down and rolling when the police whistle sounded. And all at once my sparring partner was up and in the car. It was in gear and gone as the man with the busy whistle came running up. I saw then it was Amut.
5: Yeah, put the gun back in your holster, Ramud. Let him go. Oh, it is you, Mr. Jordan. Are you all right? Oh, ever better. Who was that man? You know, I must make a full report of this.
3: Uh, thanks, Rahmoud, but some other time. you will be around.
5: Wait, please. You must permit me to do my duty. Who is he?
3: I don't know. Anyhow, he's not important.
5: Mr. Jordan, today you seemed most anxious to find Sergeant Greco. Uh, could this have some connection?
3: Yeah, it's, it's possible.
5: Yes, I thought... Yeah, we would all like to find him and clear up this disgrace.
3: Yeah, maybe you won't have to.
5: Then uh, you intend to persist even after what has just happened?
3: I'm thinking about it.
5: Then I wish you luck. If uh, I can help you in any way, Mr. Jordan, please to let me know.
3: I thanked Ahmed again and got moving. On my way to some place I wasn't wanted. To Greco's house for more words with his sister Marita. It took me ten minutes to get there and I didn't wait for an invitation to go in.
6: Mr. Jordan, you know you are not welcome. Why do you return?
3: For just one reason, Marita. Greco is in the worst kind of trouble. I'm giving you a chance to help.
6: I do not believe you. I do not believe you at all.
3: Does it occur to you that I'm on his side? That goes for Captain Sabaya, too.
6: Is he, Mr. Jordan? Even after my brother's brave arrest of Barani, there is not even a promotion. They are all jealous of him. Now even has turned against him.
3: Look, Marita, I'll admit, Kreko and I never got along very well, but somehow you've got to believe me.
6: How do I know who to believe, who to trust?
3: Who brought that package of money here this morning?
6: I do not know. There was only the knock. When I came to the door, there was no one. Only the package, which the police then came and took away with them.
3: Oh, that's about all I want to know. Please.
6: Please, Mr. Jordan. Can you now tell me of my brother?
3: I think I can, Marita. But first got to make sure. Now to make sure was something else, and it wouldn't be easy. I hurried over to the Sharia Misan, where Ahmed walked his feet, and it didn't take long to find him.
5: What is your concern, Mr. Jordan?
3: Ahmed, you said a while ago you'd like to help me run Greco down.
5: Oh, nothing would please me more.
3: Yeah, I think I'll take you up on it.
5: You honor me, Mr. Jordan. Uh, I am off duty in a few minutes.
3: All right, I'll be waiting right here.
5: <laughs>
3: Ahmed made it in a hurry, and we were off. He offered a few ideas, and I had some contacts of my own. First, we went over past the Frank Quarter to the Street of Thieves. It was cluttered with tourists out for the night. But I spotted an acquaintance named Wissick, who generally produced all sorts of information for a price.
5: Oh, but the Fendi. I am but the honest weaver who observes always the law and would know nothing of one who is sought by the police.
3: That said, Ahmed's uniform wasn't helping, so when I had words with Shabbat in a den off the Sharia Guma, I left Ahmed outside. Shabbat's eyes looked right through the pound note in my hand.
6: You, Fendi, see on the note the face of a king.
2: My enlightened eyes see only the face of death.
3: I was thinking that over when I located Suba, the beggar. He generally winked with every word, but this time he didn't bat an eye.
4: Ah, yes, effendi, I know a Greco well, the son of a go-tender who resides in the oasis of Farfra. Eight days by camel train.
3: they all closed up like an erotic turtle. Ahmed suggested we try some sub-flop houses along the Nile docks. I followed along and we opened them up a room at a time with no luck. It was well toward dawn when we stood on a street corner wondering our next move. Uh, we're not getting anywhere, Ramadan.
5: Oh, but we must not give up yet, Mr. Jordan.
3: All right, you name it.
5: Uh, Mr. Jordan, did you not also suggest the mummy house in old Cairo? Many have been known to hide there. Yeah? What can we lose? Half hour later, we passed the old Cairo wall and were in the
3: mummy house. A crumbling sandstone pile that leaned like a sick camel. We started from the bottom up. We paid a lot of visits by the time we made the third floor rear... Then we found a door. Unlike the others, it was locked.
5: Open up! Open up in there!
3: Looks like we'll have to open it ourselves, Ahmed. Together we can do it. You're the authority. Give the word.
5: As you say. Now, Mr. Jordan.
3: At first, we weren't sure. The dark was cut only by a candle almost burned out on a corner table. And a little morning creeping in at a small window. Then I saw him against the far wall, his face white and scared. Yeah, you guessed it. There, like a buck private about to salute,
1: stood Sergeant Grego. In just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns to conclude tonight's story. Friends, if you really and truly want to do right by the hamburgers around your house, here's what you'll do. You'll introduce them to rich, lively-tasting Del Monte catsup, and the sooner the better, too.
6: And I can say from experience, the sooner you taste that zippy, zesty Del Monte catsup, the better for all your plain foods. It gives you such a full measure of spiced tomato flavor.
1: Yes, the day Del Monte started making catsup with pineapple vinegar was a happy day for catsup lovers, sure enough. Because it's just like catsup experts say. The finer the vinegar, the better the catsup flavor. And pineapple vinegar is exceptionally fine vinegar.
6: The proof is in the tasting. Del Monte catsup is a zestier, livelier catsup. It has the kind of flavor the men folks always enjoy.
1: No doubt about it. Pineapple vinegar really does justice to the superb flavor of the plump, ripe tomatoes Del Monte uses. And those taste-teasing spices, too. So, why not give Del Monte Catsup a try yourself? For all its flavor and goodness, it costs less than many other quality brands. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story.
3: So, we'd found Greco, Ahmed, and I, hidden away in a room in the old mummy house he was scared like I'd never seen anybody scared. He was alone, and he didn't move as Ahmed and I piled in.
5: I warn you not to move, Sergeant Greco.
3: Ahmad's doing all right for a rookie, wouldn't you say, Greco?
5: If, if you consider yourself so wise, Mr. Jordan...
3: You were getting some extra evidence, remember? Aiding and abetting the escape of a dangerous criminal. What kept you?
2: I, I will say nothing. Nothing to either of
5: you. We had best take him to headquarters immediately.
3: Yeah, sure, Aman you got the handcuffs. Put them on him.
5: My first arrest, and one that I will long remember. You will please to hold out your hand?
3: It wasn't until then that Greco moved, and it was fast like lightning.
5: In a split second, he had
3: the gun from Ahmet's holster, came up with it, and pulled the trigger. The gun was empty. But then I dived in, not at Greco, but at Ahmed, whose hand was already coming out of his coat with another gun. I slammed it across the room. Before Ahmed could recover himself, I was up with it. Mr. Jordan! Cut it, Greco! How dumb can you get?
5: But I do not understand, Mr. Jordan. Greco tried to kill me. You saw him. Wasn't that what you wanted? Great setup, wasn't it?
3: Greco killed in an attempted escape. I do not know what you mean. Oh, you're a happy man with a gun. Why didn't you draw it when you first came in here? I'll tell you. Because you'd emptied it. You gave Greco every chance to grab for it. But that is not true. Oh, isn't it? You led me to Greco. It took time, but you made it.
2: Mr. Jordan,
3: You still to me. got nothing to say, Greco. Leave that to me. Ronnie's escape had to be an inside sellout. But somebody else was at headquarters when it happened. Was Amud there? He, he was there, but... Sure. Maybe he even told you he saw me in the escape car. You got real anxious and came right to me. Then the whole game began, including the hundred pounds sent to your house. It's a pretty cheap payoff for a big guy like you, Greco.
5: You do not tell me why Greco was hiding.
3: Hiding? Or snatched by Barani before he could get back to headquarters to set up a revenge for his arrest and the killing of one of his men. Yeah, real smart plan. A plan that included a guy with a silken cord to keep the plant on Greco.
5: No, it is not true. Greco will tell you that I was his friend, his best friend, until this...
3: Marita said as much. Only you told me you'd always hated him. All right,
7: I'll take those handcuffs, too. We can still use them. It's it is time you drop the gun, Jordan. When I have is enough, drop it.
5: Oh, Berani,
3: I
7: did Mojart not know... Hold your tongue, I knew you did help.
3: Berani, did he say? You gave the name Markham.
7: That was your idea, Jordan was a little inconvenient your finding me at my lawyer's place. I'd just gone there to wait for him. It couldn't be he'd walked out on you. I don't like small talk, Jordan. We have important matters, and Greco comes first. He took
3: one step toward Greco, but he hadn't noticed the handcuffs still in my hand. Just in time, I swung It deflected the shot just too much. I saw Armut on the floor as I swung again. Oh! But Ronnie fell back, clutching at his face. And there was no reason for swinging again. Well, it was a jolly ride from there down to headquarters. Greco, Barani, and me. They got Ahmed later. Greco sat slumped outside the office as I gave Sam a quick run-through.
4: Jordan, I again regret that what I asked of you could promise no reward. Oh,
3: forget it, Sam. I got it all straight.
4: But I did promise my gratitude. You have that. And
3: nobody's hurt much except Ahmed.
4: And a certain portion of my pride. Hiring such a man as he was my mistake. Yeah, how long had he been with you? But a few days after Barani's arrest, quite obviously he was one of Barani's gang intending to remain on the force only long enough to aid in Barani's escape.
3: And set up a revenge on Greco.
4: <laughs> Greco sure took the hook. Mm, he is fully aware of his error. But one cannot help but feel sorry for him. Yeah,
3: it goes here, too. I know what he's going through.
4: Jordan, perhaps you might have a word with him before you go. I will remain here. I'll do that, Sam.
2: I'll see you later. Well, Greco,
3: I'll be going now.
2: Do not let me keep you.
3: I'm glad Sam had you figured right. If there's anything I can do for you or your sister.
2: Mr. Jordan. Yeah? You are most proud of yourself, are you not? Oh, wait a minute. I got no grudges. All I wanted was to... I know full well what you wanted... What you have always wanted. to have a hand in my humiliation. Sam. Well, it seems that you have accomplished your purpose. And now you come to taunt Sam. me. Sam. But listen to me, Mr. Jordan. I asked for no help from you. I wanted none. Now, and at any time. Sam.
4: Uh, Jordan, what is the matter? Get him out of
2: here. Get this guy out of here before my I... my office. Quickly. Uh, you come on, Captain. We You
4: Help me, Sam, if I... Jordan, know... Jordan, Jordan. We must not condemn him too much. Condemn him? Look, all I wanted to do was... Yes, to... I know, I know. But is it not as I said? Greco is stubborn, he is arrogant, and at times unbearable. But still, in your manner of speaking, he is a good cop. Sure, Sam, sure. And you can have him. After all, had you lost and not won every encounter with him, might not you feel the same as he? <laughs>
1: the finest in tomato flavor, enjoy the whole family of Del Monte tomato products.
6: Del Monte catsup and chili sauce, Del Monte tomato sauce and tomato juice, and Del Monte whole peeled tomatoes.
1: Remember, buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Rocky Jordan, written by Larry Roman and Gomer Cool, stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jane Avello as Sam Sabaya, and is produced and directed by Cliff Howell, with original music composed and conducted by Richard Arunt. Remember, you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is The Return of Dr. Pirou. the best peaches and cream you ever ate by Del Monte Peaches sliced or halves yes, whenever you want ripe, mellow truly magnificent peaches look for the world's favorite brand of peaches, Del Monte Larry Thor speaking, Rocky Jordan is presented over CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System
0: Welcome back. hope you enjoyed our latest adventure with Rocky Jordan. More adventure tomorrow with those tales of the Texas Rangers. Going live at 5pm GMT. As I mentioned earlier, we've got a supporter page at patreon.com forward slash Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Check it out. I'd really appreciate that. Thanks for listening. I'll be with you seven days a week, each and every week, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'm Brett's Old Time Radio Show. Love you. Bye.